Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love chatting with Diana Perkoff-Roth. She has worked uh, for uh, various administrations in the highest levels of government, very well known as an economist, has been in academia uh, as an economist, and works with one of the most influential think tanks as well in the country. Uh, Diana, always love having you on the program. We'll quickly mention uh, the best website for people to keep up with you and all that you do, which you do a lot. I get tired sometimes reading about what you're all up to. <laughs> oh, well, they can go to uh, uh, dianafr.com or my website, my scholar page at the Heritage Foundation. There you go, heritage.org. All right, let's jump into this. This is a very interesting topic. I keep hearing about, you know, the environment, the environment, and the environment from the Biden administration. And yet, uh, they continuously pursue policies that aren't beneficial to the environment and furthermore undermine uh, America's uh, competitiveness, pro uh, productivity, uh, and really being a world player, what we're learning from an action last week in an area where the United States should be dominating. So with that little stage set, why don't you elaborate on this? Well, last week, the Biden administration decided to halt future sales of liquid natural gas by, uh, by stopping uh, uh, export terminals for liquid natural gas. And this natural gas is produced here in the United States, and it goes to our allies in Europe who are suffering because uh, in 2022, the uh, Russia cut off sales of natural gas. Yeah. So that so that's why they've been buying more of our natural gas. They've been using it as a substitute for the Russian gas that they had previously been dependent on. And so cutting off new sources of natural gas to Europe and to our allies elsewhere in the world hurts them as they're in the middle of winter. It hurts our producers because we do not get the benefits from it. And it helps President Putin and the Qataris because prices of natural gas in Europe are driven up. So our enemies get more revenues for what they produce. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now tell me what the Biden administration's defense is for this policy approach as we get into why it, it you know, we've already kind of cut into why it, it defies logic. But what's their excuse for it? The Biden administration says that we need to transition out of fossil fuels, and this is a way to study the environmental aspects of fossil fuels. They describe it not as a ban, but as a pause, and they say during that pause, they're going to study the environmental effects of natural gas. They say this hasn't been studied since 2018. But in 2018, <laughs> we didn't have the geopolitical problem of Russia suddenly cutting off natural gas to Europe. So things are very different now. And if Europe can't use our natural gas, they use coal, and coal has more emissions than natural gas. The same with uh, 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 Asian countries that also uh, ex uh, uh, like to import our natural gas, such as Japan. It's fascinating to me, you know, it's, it, it's, when I look at this, it's such, it just such defies logic. 
I have to scratch my head. Uh, it seems so obvious to me that it is better for us to, for them to pursue natural gas than it is for coal. It seems obvious to me that uh, for a lot of Europe is on the brink of an existential crisis because of the activities of Russia. Why would we want to do that to our allies? Why do we not want to build and foster stable relationships? And it's so bizarre when you have a, 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 someone like Joe, Joe Biden, when he ran against Trump, made restoring relationships with European allies his, one of his number one priorities, certainly his number one international priority. To me, I just scratched my head. Right, right, exactly, yes. Well, uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said that it's important to cut off natural gas to, quote, protect Americans against climate change and win the clean energy future, unquote. Yeah, yeah. So that was her justification. That's what she said. Protect Americans against climate change and win the clean energy future. That's a quote from her last week. Yeah. So the, the future is in the future. It isn't now. We've got a lot of pragmatic needs, a lot of pragmatic realities that have to be addressed right now. I, again, it makes zero sense. And they're going backwards. They're going backwards if they're asking the people of Europe to go deeper in the cold from places, by the way, that are also uh, dangerous from an uh, international perspective, from a security perspective for those allies. Even if it had uh, a less negative impact, you know, other than Poland, they still import uh, coal from places that aren't particularly friendly to, uh, um, you know, to Western countries. I, again, right. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Exactly. And Asia was the top destination for America's national ga natural gas exports in 2021. This is when Russia was still exporting natural gas to Europe. And these countries in Asia, India, South Korea, Japan, they all want to reduce emissions and have cleaner air. They all want cleaner air. We can help them do that because we have the natural gas and they don't. They have the coal but they don't have the natural gas, and they want more natural gas. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. And, uh, again, what, is the, what has been the response from European governments? They are appalled. They say this is catastrophic. They say this is catastrophic. It's going to raise the prices of energy in Europe, which is damaging to their economies and inflationary, and it's going to mean that they cannot achieve their targets under the Paris Agreement, which are to lower emissions if they're forced to use more coal. And didn't the New York Times, Diana, just report yesterday that Europe had finally put together a plan that includes Hungary's participation to help keep uh, Ukraine's economy afloat while they continue to fight this war? I mean, literally, this kind of plan undermines their ability to do something that Biden has said is one of his biggest priorities. Exactly. The more the natural, the more natural gas the, that we export here in America, the lower global emissions will be. And yeah. it's uh, and the halting natural gas exports hurts the environment, uh, and it benefits America's enemies, and it should not be happening. Yes. And but this, I guess my point here is that this policy specifically will make those European allies who have just put together a plan to see Ukraine afloat 
less able to do so. Do so. They'll have less financial ability to do so. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah, I don't the understand. The whole it. thing is crazy. The whole thing is crazy. Now, the ostensible reason, other than the study, is the environmentalists didn't like uh, President Biden approving the Willow Creek oil drilling project in Alaska. And so apparently, this is the sop he's given them. This is the exchange he's given them uh, to make them happy after he made them annoyed uh, by approving the Willow Creek oil drilling project in Alaska. Yeah. So yeah, it's all of It's not rational. No. Uh, and all of that was reactionary on his part. A, we needed it. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, but B, you know, he's trying to keep inflation low. Uh, that, that is his number one objective uh, in order to go into this economy looking stronger than he looks. You look at what's going on in the Middle East, particularly in the Red Sea. Uh, there's a lot of factors that are going to continue to drive prices up for oil. As you know, when oil prices go up, it has a ripple effect to the entire economy. And so he is really walking a tightrope, and frankly, this further has a, has a walking on a tightrope, both from an economic perspective and a national security one. And there's another little twist to this, Kevin. Uh, by trying to set apart the United States and have all our natural gas here in the United States and none of it go to Europe, it temporarily reduces natural gas prices here because we have to use it here. We can't export it. So that makes the technologies that he wants to push, wind and solar, appear to be less profitable compared with natural gas. It increases the price differential between renewables and natural gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is essentially exactly what he does not want to see happen. Exactly, which he does not want to see happen. So, I mean, it has all kinds of negative effects. And you just have to just shake your head at these politicians. Why are they doing something just to gain votes when it's just so obviously harmful to our friends, to Americans, to everybody? Yeah, you know, I read some, some uh, a couple of really uh, uh, great books in the Public Choice School of Economics. And uh, one of the ones uh, I remember reading is, is the... Uh, the problem among, among democracies, and of course in this current culture I'll be called anti-democratic for even alluding to this, uh, but one of the problems with democracy is the short-sightedness effect. And both part, this is a bipartisan problem. They, they both do it. They're, they're always thinking about what they need to do uh, for their survival, the politician's survival, but not the country's survival. And this looks a lot like that, even though when he gets to November, and we're not that far away from November, if think how fast last year flew by, uh, most Americans are going to be scratching their heads as well when they begin to look at the global uh, uh, and national economic impact from such a myopic, really, I don't know how else to describe it, but myopic approach to this issue. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're absolutely right, Kevin. You're absolutely right. And we want Europe to be successful. We want cleaner air all over the world. We are so fortunate that we have great resources of oil and natural gas. Not only do we need to be encouraging these export terminals, but we need to be speeding up approval of pipelines so that the natural gas we produce can get to these export terminals and help people all over the world and help our industry at the same time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Instead, we continue to attack the very thing that we are most competitive at 
it, it defies logic. And uh, again, I think very dangerous. I think it does nothing to improve relationships between our allies. And uh, yeah, there's got there's got to be a better way. A lesson takeaways uh, for the listener. Some some final thoughts. Some final thoughts are that over the past 15 years, emissions in the United States have declined by a thousand million metric tons of carbon because of our clean natural gas. At the same time, China's emissions have increased by 5,000 million metric tons. So what that means is clean natural gas has improved our environment. It can also help the environment all over the world. We all care about the environment, and we need to be shipping out more natural gas to make everything cleaner, not just in the United States. Yep, and Alyssa's wondering why, why is China going the wrong direction? Because they are heavily dependent on coal, not just coal, but the dirtiest coal possible. And they're charging batteries that we are delighted about, EVs, you know, electric vehicles, that are charging their ve- uh, vehicles with coal-powered engineering, dirty coal-power engineering. It's really like a shell gang. Great, you don't see the pollutant, but the pollutant's there. It's over at the factory that provides these batteries. It's really bizarre. Right, just as we have natural gas, they have coal, so we use our domestic resources. They use their domestic resources, but we can be exporting more of our domestic resources offshore so as to improve the entire global environment. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Diana Furkoff-Wolf, always love chatting. It always goes faster than I wish it did, uh, but time is always of the essence when we do these interviews. But you're phenomenal. Really love my time with you and appreciate you. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Kevin. I look forward to our next chat. I always do. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. Stay tuned for more after this.